today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I've got to relive some uh, glory days of uh, the latest inductees into the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, and uh, just an incredible array of athletes and, and players. Uh, and, of course, people in the administrative side, of course, are, are already inducted into the, uh, the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. And it's quite a crop this year. A couple of pitchers and a couple of first basemen. Uh, Jeff Francis, of course, from London, Ontario. Actually, he's born out west, but uh, grew up in London. Uh, Justin Morneau, first baseman with the Twins for many years. John Olerud, first baseman with the Toronto Blue Jays. And our next guest, uh, an incredible ball player, an incredible career with the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, he was the stopper. He was the guy that would finish off and was uh, a part of these world championship teams. Uh, Dwayne Ward is with us here to talk about his induction into the uh, Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. Dwayne, it's a pleasure to welcome you to the program. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks a lot for having me on your show today. Well, let's 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 talk a little bit about this. And, and to be honored like this, and and uh, to to have somebody pay attention to your career and and honor you for the the contribution you made to baseball, it's it's a pretty special thing for any player, isn't it? Oh my gosh, I'll tell you uh, when you know when I first found out about it, it was uh, you know I think I said it was you know it was overwhelming because the fact that you know growing up uh, you know as a kid you know playing all kinds of sports and you know the you don't think of you know, getting inducted into a hall of fame. And so when that, that call came and, uh, you know, Scott Crawford over at the Canadian baseball hall of fame told me it was, uh, like I said, overwhelming. And, uh, it is, it's, you know, people recognizing, I guess, your contributions to the game and what you did, you know, while you were, while you were playing. So it's, it's quite an honor. Do you do, you must do a lot of reminiscing. I mean, especially those, those two years, uh, I know you came over to the Jays, of course, uh, before that started but as as you watch pat gillick putting this team together that won two consecutive world series and you were a big part of that we'll talk about some of the the instances in just a couple of seconds do you see it happening around you Dwayne? that you hey there's something going on here uh you know you and tom henke of course were closers at the time well you did a lot of setup but you did some closing yep. too uh and there were some other guys that were on this roster that just all of a sudden stepped up uh, you had, let's face it, arguably, I think one of the best pitching staffs in baseball in both of those years, didn't you? Well, I, you know, I think what it was is the, you know, that, you know, having Tom and myself down in a bullpen, you know, it was almost like having two closers, you know, back to back when the game was on the line and stuff. So I think that, that really added a new, you know, a new, uh, new thing for, for baseball to say, Hey, you know, if you got a, a good enough setup man or, you know, guy that can go out there and set up the closer, and keep the game right where it's at, then, you know, you have an advantage and, you know, and it shortened, it shortened the ball game. Every time, uh, you know, we got the lead, I think people realized that if they weren't, you know, if they weren't going to get to the starter before the, you know, before the seventh inning, then they knew they were going to have to face, you know, myself and Tom, you know, in the seventh, eighth, ninth inning. So I, you know, just, it was a, another aspect of, uh, of our pitching staff to say, Hey, you know, starters, just give us, you know, give us six, seven strong innings. We'll take it from there. So it, it just added a new, new tool for us to, to win, uh, win ball games. Yeah, I can remember, well, the late uh, and great Tom Cheek, of course, play-by-play announcer for so many years for the Jays, essentially yeah. saying that. If, you don't, if you're not ahead of the, the Jays by the seventh inning, forget about it, because it's just not going to happen after that. Uh, you guys were shut down pitchers. I mean, you just you had that, that ability uh, to, to just make sure that that was going to be it. I, uh, you know, there were no rallies in the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings against the Toronto Blue Jays. You guys just made sure <laughs> well, of that. Well, you, you tried not to let them rally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but it, uh, the whole thing was is that, you know, I think the, the confidence that uh 
you know, our starting pitchers said, Hey, you know, I don't have to go, you know, eight, nine innings. I know the bullpen's, you know, down there and we got a strong one, you know, not just myself and Tom, but everybody else that was down in that bullpen, you know, we just had, you know, we just had a strong pitching staff and, you know, and everybody thought that, you know, that's what was going to, you know, allow us to win a lot more ball games and, and eventually go on and win, you know, 1992 world series. Well, and of course, we can talk about the trade. I mean, you came over from uh, from the the Braves, of course, for Doyle Alexander, uh, yeah. and and that was a big part of this. And uh, the other, of course, was the trade: Robbie Alomar and Joe Carter uh, heading over to the Toronto Blue Jays. And uh, I don't know that anybody noticed or even identified the impact that these guys were going to have, uh, not just uh, in their positions. I still think Robbie Alomar is one of the best second basemen who ever played the game, and Joe Carter's accomplishments. Well, those those are I think self explanatory. But it yeah. just seemed as if it, that that lifted the whole team up. Was there a different attitude that year, Dwayne, when these guys showed up and, and said, this is the year we're going to make things happen? Well, you know, they came over in the 91 season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we lost two two really good ball players to get those two good ball players. We lost Fred McGriff and Tony Fernandez. So, you know, it was, it was a, a situation, I think, where Pat Gillick was looking at it and saying, okay, where do we need to fill some holes up here? And obviously – the biggest thing you got to do is be strong up the middle. You got to be, you know, good catcher that can, you know, that can call a good game and all that stuff, a, a good strong pitching staff, good shortstop, good second baseman and a good center fielder. So if you're strong up the middle, you know, that's your defense on the corners. You got to have the guys that are going to produce the runs and, and uh, you know, do all the offense. And if you get anything at all from guys up the middle, then that's just a bonus. And so I think Pat Gillick was just looking and saying, what holes do we need to fill to, to get us over the hump, you know, because we were in the playoffs, you know, in 89, we're in the playoffs in 91. And it just, you know, what do we need to do? And then, you know, in 92, we go out and get a Dave Winfield and, you know, we go out and get Jack Morris, you know, David Cohn. So, I mean, the team just got better and better and better as, uh, as the years went on. But I mean, it, it was, uh, it, you know, it was fun. It was fun to, to go to the ballpark every day, knowing that you had a chance to win. As a pitcher, it's got to be reassuring, though, Dwayne, to know that, for instance, you got a guy like Devon White playing center field for you. Yeah, uh, you know that even if they get the bat on the ball, uh, he's 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 there. I mean, I, I've I've had the pleasure of going to a number of games back in those days, uh, and yeah. it's incredible. You don't see on TV just how much ground this guy covers. You just see a ball hit the center field, and you figure, next thing you know, Devon's under it. You don't know that he just ran forty-five yards to get there, but he did. Well, that, but also, I mean, how many times, you know, all the games that you went and watched, because I got to see every one of them. How many times did you see Devon <laughs> White dive for a baseball? Yeah. Never. He's, he I was, mean, he just, was always there. He, he always got to the ball, you know, and he, you know, and, and, and Devo was really good, you know, like, you know, Lloyd Mosby was another one that we had in yeah. center field before, before uh, Devo. And, uh, you know, they, they played shallow because they knew they could get, they could get back to the wall before the ball did. So that was something that, but I mean, it's just, you know, the, the defense is always good for a pitcher when you know that you have, you know, solid, solid, you know, defenders behind you. If the ball's hit on the ground or hit in the air, you know, it's not, if it's not hit out of the ballpark, you know, that they got, you know, our defense has a really good chance of uh, making the play. 
you, you mentioned Freddie McGriff went over to San Diego, of course, in that trade that brought Cutter and, and Alomar yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, but it opened up a spot for one of the, your fellow inductees, a guy, John Olerud, uh, who just had an another, incredible career. Another good ball player. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, there are guys that can hit. And, and, you know, there are power hitters, Joe Carter being one of them, of course. Uh, but, you know, I, what they call, I guess, in the business, Dwayne, sweet swings. You know, Freddie Lynn had one. So was Olerud. Yes. It looked like he wasn't trying, but he just had this incredible, almost effortless swing. And, and just... Well, he almost won a batting title with that. Yes, he did. Oh, well, he did win a batting title in '93. You know, '93, like yeah. Yes, 360, 363 or something like that. But uh, no, John. John was one of those guys. You know, when he uh, when he when he got when he got uh, you know drafted and signed. You know, he went. You know, skipped the minor leagues, and so a lot of us were. You know, we're wondering. You know, okay, is he going to be able to step in and and uh, and do the job? And I mean, once we started seeing this kid hit. And uh, the way he went about his business on the field, you know, this, you know, he was, he was uh, long in his years, even though he was fresh out of college. So, I mean, John was a, a great fit for our team because he just, you know, he went out there and did it the right way. <laughs> Very even tempered too, wasn't it? I mean, there were no highs or lows with him, were there? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, behind the scenes, you'd see John get a little upset oh, okay. or, or you'd see John, you know, get a little excited and stuff, but no, John usually kept his emotions in check and, uh, you know, but like, like I said, he just, you know, he went out and played the game the way it was supposed to be played and, and uh, you know, gave it his all every every day, just like, you know, all, all my teammates, you know, they all went out there with the best intentions of trying to do the best they could that, that day. But, you know, John was one of those guys that came in and, and, and fit in perfectly, just like, you know, Robbie and, and Joe and even, D, you know, Devo, we traded for him also. And so, you know, it was it was guys that uh, went out there with one intention, and that was to win ball games. And we all, you know, we all had that same that same goal and that same intention is to go out there and win ball games. We still remember that first World Series of the game in Atlanta. Of course, Kelly Gruber, you know, cutting his chin, trying to slide in there and some incredible plays. Oh. I mean, and, and Eddie Sprague, of course. I mean, these you got, they sacrificed everything just to win, didn't they? Yeah, that was, you know, that was the mentality of our team is that, you know, hey, guys, you know, you know, we, you know, we came all this way. We might as well win the damn game, you know? So it was, it was uh, guys all pulling in the same direction. There was no guys trying to, uh, you know, pull the team in other directions or, you know, having anything going on in the clubhouse or anything, you know, trying to, you know, show each other up on the field. Guys all had the same, the same uh, intention. That was to go out and win ball games, play together and, you know, let's get the job done. The other aspect of this, I got a few minutes left here, Dwayne. I appreciate you taking some time with us today. Uh, oh, they say one of the hardest things in professional sports is to repeat. It's one thing to win a World Series, but to repeat. Uh, yes. And you guys did it. I mean, in back-to-back -back years, that doesn't happen very often. And and I want to ask you about 1993 because it was a magical year for the Blue Jays, but an incredible year for for you as well. I mean, you know, you set the yes. Toronto single-season record for saves. You had 45 saves. You were tied with Jeff Montgomery for the uh, the American League lead. Uh, you yep. had an incredible all-star game. And, and, of course, we know what happened in the World Series. Uh, I, I hope you bought lottery tickets that year because you just had everything going for you, and you were just unbeatable. <laughs> well, I mean, that was, uh, you know, I've, I've always said it. You know, even when I was setting up for Tom for, I don't know, seven, eight years, you know, when everybody said, you know, hey, you know, Dwayne can be a closer on any other team. I always – Told, told everybody, even the guys out there in the bullpen in front of me when I became closer in 93, I'm only as good as they are because 
if they don't go out there and do their job and get me the ball with the lead, then I can't do my job. And that was how my, that was my intention. Every time I got the ball in front of Tom was I got to do my job so he can do his. And I think, you know, our bullpen guys, you know, we were all so close and, and, you know, really good friends. And we really, you know, we, we pushed each other. We wanted, you know, we wanted each other to do as good as they possibly could. And so in 93, I had a great, you know, great, uh, uh, group of guys out there, setup guys and and long guys, you know, with Mike Timlin, Icorn, Cox, Tony Castillo. I mean, I had a lot of great guys out there. Went out there and did their job so that I could do mine. So that you know, they they allowed me to shine because they did their job. The '93 World Series. I just want to fast forward to that because uh, you were involved in, in well a couple of the pivotal games in that one, including that incredible 15 to 14 victory in Game Four <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh, what yep. he's sitting out in the bullpen, Dwayne, you must have wondered what the heck is going on here. Oh, uh, it was, you know, I, I think I've told this story, uh, you know, a few times. You sit there watching the game and and watching Philadelphia score. And then all of a sudden you start seeing us coming back a little bit. Then you see them score again and see us coming back. It was almost a situation where I'm sitting out there going, well, I might pitch. Uh, nope, I got no chance of pitching today. Oh, I might pitch. Nope, I got no chance of pitching today. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I got a chance to pitch. And then, you know, we end up taking the lead. It's like, hey, you're in the game, Dwayne. So it was a, it was a roller coaster ride watching, watching that game. One of the best games I've ever been involved with because I think that epitomized the Blue Jay team that year is that there was never, ever quit. There was no, no laying down saying, okay, hey, guys, let's get them tomorrow. It was let's go get them and let's say, hey, if we can come back, we're going to come back and get them. And there's always somebody stepped up, wasn't there? I mean, it could have been a different guy each time. Paul Molitor had a great game, that 15-14 to 14 game. Paul Molitor did. I mean, uh, you know, Ricky Henderson, I mean, yeah. to, to cap the, the comeback. I mean, what does Ricky do best? He draws a walk, and then, you know, all of a sudden it's just like, now you got a problem on first base because you know he can steal second and third. And then you got, you know, Devo behind him. Then you have, you know, then you have the big guns coming up. You know, you got Molitor, you got Carter, you got Olerud, you got all these guys coming up behind him. No one – you almost knew that something was going to happen and, and it was, and it did. And that, that's what made uh, that game. So, so much fun to watch and be a part of. Well, as I say, you got the lead and then of course you went in and you shut them down and, and, and secured the win. Uh, you were also on the mound in the deciding game. And I think everybody remembers uh, the, the Carter home run and uh, the emotion that must've gone through. And that was another situation too, where uh, you guys just didn't give up. I mean, you, you were not going to let exactly. those guys beat you that night. Exactly. And that's, you know, and that was the mentality of our team was that, you know, the game's not over until it's over. And, uh, you know, actually I came in and pitched, uh, you know, pitched the, uh, the last half of the eighth inning to, you know, without a safe situation, Cito just said, Hey, hold them right there. We can get some runs. And, uh, so, you know, came in, finished off the eighth and then, uh, you know, Went in there in the ninth inning, you know, shut him down in the ninth, and obviously Joe, Joe did the heroics of uh, of hitting a home run. But uh, that's something I always ask people: say, you know, Joe hit the home run. Who was the winning pitcher of the game? And people go, <laughs> I don't know who was it. Yeah, who was it? Who was it? So uh, you know, it's you know, it's always something I like to throw out there. You know, just take a little bit of the thunder away from Joe that you know I was the winning pitcher, <laughs> even, though, even though he hit the home run. 
Well, I mean, if you hadn't done your job, that home run, well, I don't know if it would have even happened. Uh, it, it's, it's the way things go. But that's, uh, yeah. you know, as you say, one guy steps up. Uh, and I still remember you, you, an incredible performance in that game, too, to, as you say, to keep the Phillies down. Uh, and then Carter performed his magic, of course. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it's you got to pinch yourself, I would think, when you're in a situation like that, Dwayne. You know, back to back World Series. Uh, that series against the Phillies was so emotional, like a roller coaster ride, up and down emotionally. Uh, but you know, you were the a veteran. Carter was. We talked about some of the other guys, Ricky and 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 Molliver yeah. and guys like that. Uh, they they just stay focused. I mean, you know, I guess that's the the the, the joy and the huge benefit of a veteran team like that. Well, that, 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 and the fact that I, you know, I mean, we had arguably, I think in 92 and in 93, we had, we had the best team in baseball. Uh, Absolutely. You know, I think, every, I think everybody knew that they just said, you know, if we can get on them and get on them early, you know, we got a chance of, of, of beating these guys, but if we don't, if we don't get on these guys, you know, on these guys early, then, you know, the game's over. And I think everybody in baseball knew that. So, and they also knew that we had, you know, such an offensive minded team guys that you know guys are you know just driving in runs right and left you know scoring runs so they knew that uh the game wasn't over as long as there was you know you know outs to be outs to be had and and having to face our our lineup our lineup was was deadly uh it was just incredible as you say one of the best teams not just that year but maybe in baseball yeah. uh it was a pleasure to hook up with you again and, and again congratulations a well-deserved honor uh, with the induction into the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame, along with another uh, elite group of athletes, as always. Uh, Dwayne, you were one of the best, and it was always a pleasure watching you, and I really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much. Well, thank you guys very much for having me on your show. And, yeah, I'm finally, uh, hopefully, we're going to be able to do the, uh, the the induction this year. You know, we're two hoping. Years late. Yeah, two yeah, years we're late. we're hoping. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, and I'm all excited about it and uh, and completely honored. So thank you guys for having me on your show today. Very, very welcome. That's Dwayne Ward, of course, all-time great uh, Toronto Blue Jay, member of the uh, 92 and 93 World Series teams going into the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.